Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed leadership podcast with me, Tom, and the guy sitting across from me on Zoom. Hi, it's Alex. (laughs) <laughs> nice to have you back Al. Um, thanks as always for for listening to us and, and letting us be a small part of your uh, professional learning journeys um, and yeah just taking that time out to, to take a little listen and have that little break from your days. So uh, this week's podcast is based on a blog that was all about working fresco, aka working in the great outdoors something that you know, when the sun's shining, I'm sure we all think about uh, in the UK, we have to run out because it doesn't happen very often. Uh, wherever you're listening from, you might, you might have a, a little bit more reliable uh, time from Mother Nature to get outside. But we're going to discuss what's the point of doing it today and, and maybe a few little practicalities. I know Alex is very proud of some of his top tips on how to effectively work outside, aren't you, Alex? They're, uh, they're almost bursting out of me already. Um, I'm excited to get through to this because, uh, yeah, I've been smug about my solutions to outdoor working, so I'm happy to share them. <laughs> I know uh, anyone listening, this is a, an audio thing, so you can't see it, but I can see Alex on, on the Zoom and he has got one of his top tips in the picture, I think, just because he wants to show it off. Yeah. So there you go. There's a little bit of anticipation for you. Before we get into the, the main content, just as, as ever, there is loads of resources available to you if you like what you're hearing today um, or indeed the blogs that these uh, go with, these podcasts go with, are all available on our website at www.xl-communications.com. So please do head over there and take a look. And also there'll be a link to it in the bio for this podcast. Okay, so let's get into it, Alex. Working al fresco. And I'm going to throw it out there to begin with. I'm going to lay the gauntlet down. I don't like working outside. Oh. oh so, so convince me otherwise. Okay. Well, there's so many ways I could convince you, really. I mean, what? let's delve into this. What is it that you don't like? Because saying you don't like all of it, that's quite big. I, I want to know what in particular. <laughs> what in particular? you know grind your gears about going outside well um i am a person who likes neatness and Mm. you know i I feel like clear desk clear mind helps me work when i have to move everything around to go outside you know it messes with my with my my smooth thinking in my brain Mm -hmm. um i guess just the effort of trying to go outside and then, you know, there's practical stuff, isn't there, about the sun shining on your screen so you can't see it anymore and that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And actually, having been to your house, I have seen that it's like an Ikea showroom. So I, uh, I, know, I know what you mean. You like, you like your stuff where it should go and very neat and tidy. However, um, that's exactly why we wrote this blog, because we don't want uh, your approach to outdoor working to be scattered, to be, oh, I'll grab this, 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 this and this, have your hands full and go and sit outside 
and, and try and make it work. It's about having something established, having something that works in a proper setup. Same way that you do indoors. You know, about a year ago, we all had to quickly build something that would work from home for us to work from. And uh, you should do the same outdoors. So if you don't like that factor of it, taking everything and, and having to be a bit scattered and not organized, um, then we can do it organized. It does work that way. Um, so yeah, hopefully some of the points we'll go through will, uh, will help in that way. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's think about this then more, more broadly, because as I've been talking to you, I've just had a realization. Okay. We often talk about growth mindsets. Mm -hmm. And what I've just said to you is the least growth mindset ever. I am being a rock, aren't I? I'm saying, well, I don't like change. I don't want to work outside because I like what I like and I don't want to do it differently. I didn't want to say, I mean, it is half 10 now. I don't know whether you'd woken up with the morning grumpies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. It, it, what you're saying is right. I know we all have the things we like, but I'm, I think you can be converted. Okay. So what we're actually saying here is, I know we're talking about outside working, but I guess if you think outside the box a bit, what we're actually talking about here is about, you know, just embracing change and doing things a bit differently, right? Because I guess there's benefits in that. Absolutely. So all the things that you were saying about um, going outside and, and making drastic changes to your way of working, we're not making any intermediate steps there. You're kind of diving straight in at the deep end. And as we discussed the other week, sometimes you need to, to build slowly. Sometimes you need to know what's going to happen instead of just diving into the unknown. Uh, so we could probably take some tips from that comfort zone podcast we did and apply them to this too. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it's funny. So when we record this podcast, we're usually a, a week or two behind when they get published. So we're recording this podcast about our fresco work in as we've literally just written the next podcast, which is also all about creativeness, being more creative. Mm. Um, and one of the things in it is all about how changing your environment can have benefits on your creativeness and ability to think slightly differently. So presumably moving outside, even if it's only for an hour or so in a day, has that, that added benefit of you know, the, the trees rustling, the grass moving around me, the birds flying in the sky, uh, even the aeroplanes coming in to land at Heathrow above my head are, are changing how the wires in my brain are connected, I guess. Yeah, and I think actually to bring that back to the point you made a minute ago about your indoor preferences, um, that, that's actually something that we need to embrace. You know, the world outside is not as organized as maybe we'd all want it to be. It's not as predictable. Things happen that we don't always expect. And, you know, that's part of the joy of it. I think, like you just said there, you're working outside, there's people moving about, nature, you're amongst nature. And, um, you know, when you're indoors, you can predict a lot of things and there's a process. And, and like you say, if you want to maybe think a bit differently or you're, you're getting stuck in a bit of a rut, then getting out there and amongst that kind of natural disorganization is, is really effective to, to start thinking a bit more creatively. And I don't know, bring some kind of fresh life into, into your day to day. OK, OK, I'm, I'm going down this path. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly coming around. <laughs> um, because the other thought that that's just sparked in my mind is the mental well-being benefits 
of going outside because I mean you know we've just talked about change so I I guess that could apply to moving to a different space in my house or to a different office or whatever as well but thinking specifically about going outside mm. uh, I'm just trying to think back I went to a Harvard Business Review talk and they were talking about uh, mental well-being and uh, de-stressing your mind and uh, one of the points in that was how we all need to do things to manage our stresses that are going on and some things work for some people some people like yoga some people like meditating um, some people the thought of doing yoga and meditating stresses them out so they have to do something different <laughs> but in that talk they were saying the one thing that has been shown to benefit everyone in terms of de-stressing is being outside in nature yeah and I mean I, I could list off reasons why you know I think when you're indoors again it, the world just seems a better well, not better but a brighter place outside and um, we've all been indoors a lot over the last year so I almost think this is this is more appropriate even now to say that getting outside has a bigger impact yeah you know maybe we don't go out as much now as we used to there's still some anxieties about going out and being near people that might be carrying this that or or whatever um, so uh, yeah it's even more so now than perhaps before but yeah the benefits of getting outside lowers blood pressure therefore reducing stress it improves your mood just being out in uh, in the sunshine it can improve your focus as well there's been studies that show that you're able to concentrate more when you're outdoors and I suppose that's because all your distractions indoors are much closer to you um, but yeah improved immune system it's calming it's a source of vitamin D. It can ease fatigue and, and tiredness, ease anxiety. And like you said, it can, it can make you much more creative. It's funny, as you say about distractions indoors, I can see your dog going crazy in the background. He, he's desperate to get involved, honestly. <laughs> he is not going to be happy until he's a guest on one of these episodes. Again, sorry for those of you that can't see it, but take my word for it, Alex does have a crazy dog. Um, <laughs> yeah no I agree um you did just read off loads of benefits there didn't you and um I think you're probably right now more than ever you know most of us around the world are still working at home some of us like at Excel will never go back to an office we work at home and I and I think one thing that a lot of people actually um miss is that changing of scenery you know you, when you go into an office you used to get up and be a dad or a boyfriend or a, whatever the case may be a husband at home but then you got in the car and you got that kind of break and mm. then you started when you got to the office and you became a colleague and uh, someone you know professional whereas now it's a bit more blurred and we don't you know, often you know I can see my bed from where I'm sitting right now so yeah I, I guess just again the variety of moving somewhere different is probably more important than ever and I suppose you're, like you said, the lines are blurred, but you're also both at once, aren't you? So you might be working, your, your kid runs in, you're then colleague and, and father at the same time. Whereas previously, I mean, I know you've got very young children, if they'd have ran to Marlow and ran into the office, that would be slightly bizarre. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the lines, are, the lines are super blurred right now. And, and yeah, sometimes you have to really quickly step into one role then back into another. And yeah, there's, there's all sorts going on. Okay. Right. I think you're doing a pretty good job of convincing me here. So um, <laughs> I don't want to be the rock. I want to be the sponge. So embracing change is a good thing. Has the benefits of creativity. Physically, it can make me more creative, feel better about myself, vitamin D, all those good things you reeled off. 
uh, variety helps break up my day. And do you know what? I've also just thought of one more thing. Oh, okay. So in the UK right now, we are slowly moving out of COVID lockdowns. And I've just realised if you move outside, that you can have bigger groups of people. We can have 30 people together outside within our rooms. That's, that's a very good idea, actually. Yeah. And as we spoke about before, working with people is, is, is something that maybe we've missed out on quite a lot in the last year. I mean, I know obviously working with people over Zoom, Teams or whatever your preference is, but actually being in person and bouncing ideas, what a great opportunity. And like you say, being outside up to 30, that's a lot of brains in one place. Yeah. OK. Well, there's a little Brucey bonus, the cherry on top for those of you that don't like the uh, Bruce Forsyth quote. How big's your garden, Tom? Maybe we could... Not enough for 30, definitely not enough for 30. Uh, you'll have to buy next door as well. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've convinced me there are benefits I should persevere and get outside. So tell me, how have you made it productive and effective for you to work outside? Like, what are the practical things to think through? So, as I said before, I think a lot of people at the start of, well, at midway through 2020 when we were all confined to our homes we all had at the start maybe some awkward transitional days where we had laptop on lap and you were arching your spine into uncomfortable positions that well unless you do yoga might be uh, very uncomfortable and you're craning your neck to see your screen and things like that so discomfort is a huge pillar for focus and, and concentration and just being able to be productive so having a setup that works outdoors is, is hugely important. If you've just gone out and grabbed your laptop and ventured out and have sat in some uncomfortable position, then of course you haven't got a good opinion on outdoor working. You need something that's, that you're able to sit at for maybe 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, but leave it just as comfortable as when you sat in it. Um, so I, I would always say whether, whether you have a garden, whether you don't, you need to be comfortable in your surroundings, a nice chair maybe, uh, your laptop at a good height just so you don't then leave with aches and pains and regret <laughs> basically <laughs> cool okay so you know, apply all the same rules as you would inside get a comfy chair try and get your laptop at the right height um all those kind of things i guess with the added health and safety concerns of make sure you've got sun cream on maybe wear a hat and all that good stuff <laughs> yeah that's a very good point because i think some people obviously get carried away in tasks they're doing and you can end up sitting outside for an hour and a half two hours and not realize that sitting under the beaten sun for that long isn't good for the skin so yeah very very important should be obviously common sense but you know very important still to reaffirm i think okay Right, I know you're dying to get this one out, Alex. How do I stop screen glare? Well, Tom, how do you stop screen glare? Well, look, there's, there's, you could go on, you could Google it, you could go on Amazon, you could go on TikTok, and loads of people, I think, have put out their methods for stopping screen glare. Now, I'm not saying that this is an original idea. I haven't patented it. It's not, it, it didn't come fresh from my brain. Um, However, you can buy screen protectors for laptops. However, they're quite expensive, I found. Um, and they'll stop all those nasty UV rays and things like that going to your screen and leading you to squint for hours and hours and end up with a splitting headache. So um, what I did was I made like a laptop cave. It's like a tent for a laptop. However, 
as you'll see, the genius comes in the fact that it's not just the tent. So um, I bought myself a very cheap storage box, um, not a see-through one, because that then turns into a uh, kind of magnifying glass with the sun type of effect on your laptop, and you don't want that. Um, so all you do, open the lid, turn it on its side, slide your laptop in, and all of a sudden, you've got walls, you've got a roof over your laptop that keeps the sun away and means that you can have hours and hours and hours of outdoor working fun and, and no headaches after. And again, like I said, the genius is, you said you don't like moving all your stuff and having handfuls of this, that, and whatever when you go outside. Well, look, you've got a storage box. Whack your laptop, your mouse, your notepads, probably not your coffee, but whatever else you want to take outside in there, <laughs> take it all outside, empty it when you get out, turn it on its side, put, put your laptop in, boom. And everyone, everyone is going to be envious. I've had people walk past admiring just how I'm working. Um, you know, just giving me that approving nod as they walk past. Like, this guy, this guy knows what he's doing. Right. So a few quid on a storage box and you too can look as smug as Alex does in the picture on the blog. If you don't yeah. want to read it, fine. But go onto the website, scroll about halfway down this blog and just look at him thinking he is, uh, I don't know, Newton or something coming up with some crazy new invention. Yeah, I, I was thinking of doing the whole, you know, kind of the grabbing your own chin kind of Steve Jobs thing in that picture. Um, <laughs> but instead, I just decided for a highly punchable face instead. But uh, but yeah, and, and you know what? It's worked well for me. I know others that have now done the same. However, if you're on a, a cost cutting mission and you're, you're trying to, you know, save your wallet from from a heavy hit of a storage box, you could just grab a shoebox as long as your laptop fits and you've got the dimensions a shoebox works absolutely fine so there's options okay now, we now sound like a cross between blue peter and an ikea advert i don't have any badges to give away i'm just going to say but um you know i'd love to see how creative people get outside you could use an umbrella but then you have to relocate quite a lot so i think the box is a good solution i'm going to stop talking about the box now yeah but, uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome okay so we've talked about how to work outside but really, there is a bigger chunk message here, and that is about embracing change and just trying something different mm. because it might work for you. It might have loads of benefits like working outdoors can have, or you might hate it. But at least if you try it, you'll know, and then you can adapt and you can try something else and you've learned something. I think that's the key message, like you just said, that if it doesn't work, you can adapt. There's actually so many things you could do to make working outdoors work for you. I mean, the list we've come up with in the blog and, and today is just a couple of things. But I think when you look at the benefits, really look at how you can make it work for you and think about how you work best and, and what might actually aid you to work better outside. Because I think once you've actually got something set up and established, it's a, it's a really good, I was going to say investment. You don't even have to spend money. That's how good it is. Cool. Right. Well, thank you for challenging my mindset on this one, Al. Um, I appreciate it. I, I, I want to be that sponge. So, well, thank you for having me along on your journey of self-discovery. It, <laughs> it was quite a process. I really enjoyed it. Well, and I hope uh, anyone listening has taken taken something from this and you know maybe maybe been inspired a little bit to go and, and try working somewhere a bit different uh, to get that that creative juice flowing through your brain. So. Awesome. Right. Well, thank you, Alex. And thank you to everyone for listening. And as I said at the start, do head over to our website if you want more resources. 
And equally, if there is any topics you'd like to see covered in the blogs or in the podcast, be it something a bit fun like alfresco working or something a bit more serious around learning and development and how to support your professional development or your team's professional development, then drop us a line via the social channels or, or emails um, because we'd love to get those ideas and make sure we keep this relevant and useful to people.